We are back. Welcome to Unprofessional and Unprepared, our lighthearted weekly conversation about sports, life, fatherhood, and whatever else comes up with no script and no preparation. I'm your host, Jason Gerber, and this week, we take a long look into the mirror for a troubled Browns team, a quick look at the fast-moving MLB playoffs, and then Batman. I'm joined tonight by three of the best ever. Phil Denko, co-host and esteemed doctor of science and medicine is here. <laughs> oh, it's good to be back, Herbs. Smiling Chuck Rambaldo is here. I don't get any title. <laughs> assistant to the traveling. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was an assistant. <laughs> Either way, it's nice Not to this be Not this week. Sorry. I got Demoted. It. <laughs> uh, and for the first time in almost a decade, Tommy the Iceman Burke is back. Tommy, how are yes. you? It is great to be here uh, for what I believe is my fifth episode, so I'm I'm really excited. It's a big night, and I'm here with Chuck, which uh, normally intimidates me big time. I'm going to try to fight through. We're all here for you, Tommy. In fact, let's start with you tonight. Oh, boy. A team of German scientists just broke the record for the coldest temperature ever measured in a lab. Temperature, as I'm sure you know, is a measure of molecular vibration. The more a collection of molecules moves the higher the collective temperature. By dropping magneticized gas 393 feet down a tower, Team Germany achieved the bone-chilling temperature of 38 trillionths of a degree above negative 273.15 Celsius. Tom, is making something super cold really a skill? And should we consider this German lab as an alternate location for next year's clam bake? <laughs> it does sound a little warmer than it was for the clam bake. No, the Germans are, uh, are wasting their time, obviously, with whatever this experiment was. You know, obviously, we know the Germans just, they suck. So let's just, let's move on from them. <laughs> wow. They're, uh, actually, I have German blood. But anyways, still. <laughs> like in a vial? or, or in <laughs> Uh, my fridge that's behind me actually is oh, actually okay. full of German nice. blood. <laughs> All right, Tommy. Well, you're shaking off the rust, so that. we'll move on from that one. <laughs> there you go. Great to have you back. Oh, Let's move into our first segment. We'll start at home. And this is going to hurt almost worse than that last answer. But the Browns <laughs> played the Cardinals last weekend. They got beat thoroughly 37 to 14. They dropped to three and three. They are tied for the bottom of the AFC North. During their game against the Cardinals, the Browns were undisciplined, dumb, sloppy, inconsistent, dumb, inaccurate, lost, confused, <laughs> and dumb. And to make matters worse, Injuries are starting to pile up on both sides of the ball, but especially on offense. Fellas, rather than take our normal look back at a single game, we're about a third of the way through the season. So let's take more of a big picture view on where the team is at this stage of the season. Mostly, I just want you guys to give me a reason not to hit the panic button. I think the problems are most obvious on the defense a unit that was infused with a lot of talent that we have talked a lot about in the offseason, in training camp, and throughout the first six games of the year. The defense was great in one game, good in one game, and bad in the other four games. They were fully healthy, I think, for the game against the Cardinals, and they still look terrible. Who is secretly shitty? The players or defensive coordinator Joe Woods? Uh, a little bit of both. I think if we're looking big picture last week, you could have pointed at some of the players and said, man, how'd that guy get that wide open? And then you can say it again later in that game. This week, the same things happened. Uh, and they were, like you're saying, completely healthy. I don't know if it's scheme issues uh, or guys haven't played together long enough issues. I don't think it's that. I'm wondering if it is somewhat scheme you're seeing their safety who came from the rams who's supposed to be a super stud uh just be so out of position pretty often and then if you dig a little deeper into it you saw that he played pretty much close to the line for the rams and he's not doing that uh here so i don't know if just guys don't fit right is it is it a case of like you draft a guy who comes from a 4-3 defense and put him in a 3-4 defense I, I i don't know but it's it's alarming at least when they play good offenses how bad this defense looks phil what do you think secretly shitty the players or Woods, or none of them? No, no, I wish it was none of them. Um, the No, I think Chuck is, is right. I think they've given us plenty of examples as to why it's both the players and the coach. From a scheme perspective, that's coaching, right? I mean, if, if you're lining up with no one in the middle of the field, 
on third and eight and they're checking into draws and gaining 12 yards on you like what defense did you just call and then the other side of it is the 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 players i feel like there was a play that i i rewound and watched a couple times i think they replayed it um in the game but i wanted to see it again where where um, they were blaming denzel ward for just a blown coverage and it may have been his fault but there was certainly a miscommunication between him and the safety they both stepped up and took the the guy that was flashing in front of them and there was a man wide open in the end zone that anyone could have lobbed and lobbed the ball to so you know the players aren't communicating well that side seems obvious um it's not like there's blatant missed tackles like we saw that a lot last year like geez these guys can't tackle like the that's not not the problem this year it seems more like the players either don't understand the defensive scheme yet or the coaches aren't calling a good defensive scheme for what they're faced with I feel like the absence of linebackers on a third down play in the middle of the field just seems like a stupid stupid scheme and kind of lines up with your the Browns being dumb Tommy both Chucky and Phil sat on the fence and said it was both the players and the defensive coordinator Sitting on the fence felt better than watching that Browns game, by the way. It's true. <laughs> Take a stand, Tommy. I'm going with Joe Woods, even though I called him Tony Woods yesterday, but uh, Joe Woods. Is so Tony, shitty. I, I, was so ang- I was so angry with him, I changed his name. Is Tony Woods available? Yeah. I'd rather Somebody have Tony up. Woods. The fact is, is the scheme is horrible. This is the worst team on third down yeah. on defense that I've ever seen. That play that Phil's talking about, third and 13, that middle was wide open. I even said to myself, because I'm sitting down in my basement by myself, okay. if they run a draw play, we're <laughs> screwed here. And they ran a draw play and nobody was anywhere close to the play. Clowney was actually lined up on the left side of the line, probably five or six yards outside of the line. And we had five down linemen and none of them were in the middle. And then you had no linebackers behind them. What that defensive call was, I have no clue. But all game long, third down, they cannot stop anybody and get off the field on third down. Or, or fourth down. Yeah. Or fourth I mean, down. The Chargers smoked them on some ridiculous fourth down plays yeah. a couple of weeks ago. So I was losing my shit on third downs. The, 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 the stuff that they were they were running, I have no clue what they were doing. And we saw it a couple of weeks ago, too, where the cornerbacks will be up on up on their wide receiver and then they let a guy go thinking that they have help from the safety and there's no help from the safety the safety is like i don't know what you're talking about i oh i was supposed to be there no the guy's wide open there's the one play in the back of the end zone hopkins is by himself i don't think anybody was within 20 yards of him that might be a guy you want to cover i don't know that's (laughs) just me i didn't you know i'm not a coach i you know i I never i didn't play football past eighth grade um i was pretty (laughs) awesome at st pascal balon but still um we covered you chuck beat we knew to cover you chuck beat me with st Rita's. but still uh it's so frustrating and i and i definitely think that there needs to be a change a d coordinator is there a problem with the talent too yes greedy williams horrible pick the guy can't cover anybody and i'm gonna stop because i feel like uh i'm i'm getting overheated (laughs) (laughs) it seems to me that woods is the issue i'm gonna disagree with tommy a little bit i think there's a lot of talent on this defense i actually think greedy williams has played some good games this year but if there are breakdowns in communications like we saw against the chargers and the cardinals where guys are just running free and are wide open and you've got players looking at each other wondering whose job it is to be covering that guy i think that's a coaching issue and the way they have set up for like tommy's saying for some of these third and fourth down plays the players aren't the ones who are making that call Uh, we saw no talent on the defense last year uh we had a weekly conversation about no talent well no i understand what you mean i I understand all right that's not what i meant i didn't mean there was no talent (laughs) right but i think that um we saw a much less talented defensive team last year that it might not have mattered who the coach was they weren't going to be good I find it hard to believe that as loaded as this team is this year and guys like Miles Garrett's playing well, JOK was playing well. I thought Clowney was playing really well. Clowney's playing well. Uh, the linebackers were a uh, Walker was good. Why aren't they more successful with this unit? And then you look at, they get smoked by the chargers offense. And then this week, the Ravens make the Chargers offense look terrible. I don't know if I believe the Ravens defense is that much more talented than ours so i've i've got i've got concerns i don't know if i'm ready for him to be fired that seems harsh hard to lose your job it's like right before the holidays nobody wants to see that um <laughs> but um but it is it is an issue and i think it's something stefanski might have to stick his nose into and try to get worked out all right so that's tough give me some bright spots for the defense so far this year a big bright spot is jok 
Um, I think that guy is as good as advertised. I think they need to use him more on blitzes. The guy's speed, I think they could have used him a little more, especially coming up in the middle, you know, when we didn't have anybody in the middle. Uh, it would have been nice to have him in the middle rushing up and actually forcing Murray out of there. And uh, actually, Clowney is a bright spot. He's, he's He has been making some good plays. So uh, I'll leave some players for the rest of the guys. Excellent. Yeah, it's just, it's just one. It's not bright spots. Uh, wait, bright let me, spot. Where's my, where's, my, where's my list? He's picking up He's picking up right where he left off yeah. in the try. Here are my eight favorite players from yesterday's game. Right. Here's who's got a, uh, a stick. Uh, what's a bright spot for the defense the first uh, six games? Clowney has really impressed me. I didn't realize how fast that guy was. Oh, I know. He is, yeah. yeah, he is really fast. Uh, and uh, I'll just ride Tommy's coattails. It's not like we haven't talked about JOK uh, again being really impressive uh, for a rookie in uh, I think he will be sorely missed the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I, I'm going to agree with Clowney. I, what impressed me about Clowney is when he went down and missed a game, I thought, oh, here we go. Uh, he's not going to see the field for three or four weeks. And he came right yep. back the next week and had another sack. He is exactly what we hoped he would be on the other end for Miles Garrett. So my, my brightest bright spot is going to be Miles Garrett. He's leading the NFL in sacks. That's what he's on the team to do. We expect him to be video game dominant. And sometimes we're like, oh, he had one sack today or one and a half sacks, but he's got eight sacks in six games. That's a pretty good run <laughs> so yeah, far. Yeah. So my brightest bright spot is Miles Garrett. It probably says something about our defense that all three of us picked the same three people. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, no JOK Clowney backs. and Miles Garrett have been really good. Rest of the defense, we need you to show up yeah. uh, on the other side of the ball. The biggest problem might be at this point, the injuries, they really got bad during that game against the Cardinals. And frankly, they were bad going into it. Can Baker Mayfield be successful without a fully healthy line and running game? No, not even close. He is the kind of quarterback that needs in order needs a fully functioning and healthy offensive line and then a fully functioning and healthy running game. He's not going to drop back and sling the ball 51 times in a game and you know hit receivers in stride and these kind of things. That's just not who he is. Getting the line healthy first would be the most important thing to help Baker, if he can stay healthy, uh, finish out this season successfully. Chucky, where do you see Baker going in the next three or four weeks? Hopefully not to the IR. He'll address it if you have a guard playing tackle and another guy playing tackle who was brutal yesterday especially on passing downs you saw him running for his life yesterday yeah if they can't get healthy on that line or or figure out a way uh for him to either do quick passes or screens or whatever it's going to be uh he's gonna end up hurt if, if he's not already you know I, I think they have the mri if it's not scheduled it may be scheduled for tomorrow or something like that i know he wants to play thursday but that dude took a, a world-class beating yesterday and not only our group but other friends when he took that hit from jj watt the same text came through our season's over he's done yeah <laughs> it's Amazing to me, because uh, I don't know. Phil is our learned doctor here with his title that you gave him. Uh, <laughs> you gave it to him. Uh, you go to school too. I, I, I did. I did. That. Oh, <laughs> uh, I like it. I like your title better. It, better. <laughs> it did. It did shock me to see him back out on the field yeah. because it looked like the way his arm hit and it it went in a direction I didn't like to see. I would assume Phil would tell me that his shoulder probably popped out again on that hit so yesterday. He, he dislocated his left shoulder twice in the game yesterday. One was a non-contact play, which when, when things like that happen in non-contact, that's real bad. So he, he completely dislocated his shoulder at a time that the TV didn't even pick up on it. They didn't convert on a, on a third down or whatever. And he went out in the, to the sideline and, and got it relocated and then dislocated it on the play where we all saw it on replay. So his left labrum is shot. He was in a sling in the, in the post-game conference yesterday. It's one of those things like if they can keep it stable and it, is good enough. Baker Mayfield wants to play. And, and for as frustrating as it is to watch our quarterback not play like a franchise quarterback, he has all the guts we want as a Cleveland Brown, right? Like that dude is out there playing. Yeah. His pain in his left shoulder has to be off the charts. 
absolutely off the charts. And he has said over and over again since yesterday's game that he's ready to go for Thursday. The medical team may disagree, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. but Baker Mayfield mentally is ready to go for Thursday. So yeah, it's it's a bad injury. It's it's a season ender if it's a throwing arm. It's a year, it's a year recovery if it's his throwing arm. So we'll see. The pain has to be messing with him though, right? I mean, you're you're dislocating your shoulder during yeah. during a game. So Tommy, let me shift gears because I think that pretty much sums up Baker in the conversation. Drops on fourth down aside. Why can't the Browns get it to work with OBJ? On OBJ. The guy can't make plays. I mean, this is uh twice in what two or three weeks now we're on fourth down. We needed him to make a big catch and he couldn't do it. He can make the hard catches. He puts on a great show in uh, pregame. That's fun to watch. Doesn't do us any good when it comes to the actual game. At this point, is he a five to six catch a game, 70 to 90 yard a game receiver? Is he no longer a deep? guy i don't know if he's no longer a deep guy i guess i guess it depends on uh, the scheme that they're they're trying to run i i feel like he can definitely can go there was a lot of times yesterday where i felt like he was one-on-one and they never even even you know like gave it a thought to like go deep with him or try to make that play because i don't think there was a safety over the top at, at times but they they didn't even give that a thought so i don't know if that's his fault I think he's got the speed and can make those plays. I just don't know that they're calling for it. But it's very disappointing when, you know, you have plays where he could keep a drive going. And obviously we were, I mean, the only reason we were in that game yesterday was because of a freaking Hail Mary. You know, I mean, he has opportunities to make big plays and it's, and it's, it's not that hard of a play to make and he's not making them. So that's, it's very frustrating. I mean, a guy that, you know, is supposed to be a, a number one, as far as I'm concerned, you know, when Landry is on the field, Landry's a better option than he is yeah but, but you know just one little thing with baker some of this is self-imposed baker has to get rid of the ball there was twice on the one drive to third down obj was wide open and maybe on third down obj would have caught it because it wasn't fourth down <laughs> um but he was wide open if he had just dumped it over the, the middle he had the first down easily and he held on to the ball and he keeps scrambling around and then on fourth down obj was coming across the middle on that same drive and he was open there too and it, for some reason baker was not just letting it go and yeah. you know he kept scrambling around lost the ball on, on a couple of different occasions of course when we lose the ball we actually lose the ball. They kept fumbling the ball yesterday. We couldn't get the ball from them. Arizona put the ball on the ground, what, five, six times? And we, we, of course, we couldn't yeah. get, catch a break. You know, I just, I, I think Baker, some of this is, is, is definitely self inflicted wounds that he, he, he has to get rid of the ball, but he definitely showed his toughness, which was, you know, obviously got the crowd going and everything. And I mean, you, you can't, fault him for not having the guts. He's definitely got the guts and he's got the, the toughness, but it's just, you know, unfortunately, you know, get the ball out. Don't take the hits, especially when your line sucks right now. There's such a fine line between a guy who extends a broken play and makes something happen and a guy who holds onto the ball too long. More often than not, unfortunately, he's on the wrong side of that line, at least in a game like the game on Sunday. I don't know, Chucky, what do you think? Is OBJ still a, a stud number one deep threat, big play wide receiver? That the Browns are just misusing, or is the guy I, out of gas? Yeah, I, I don't know. If, move on. I don't know if he's miscast. You're not seeing him run a lot of fly routes. I mean, that's probably what they drafted Anthony Schwartz to do. I, I think that OBJ is a, a super talented receiver that still draws double coverage plenty of times. I think Tommy's kind of right in a, in a very long-winded way <laughs> that <laughs> um, uh, that there there isn't there is. We love you, Burke. Yeah, very much so. This is why Tom doesn't come on the show anymore. Uh, he, um, Shots fired. Shots the, fired. The two years of non-chemistry uh, seems to be an issue, but it's also a talking point that I'm kind of sick of hearing. Uh, I thought OBG actually played a pretty decent game yesterday, and, and I thought Baker got him the ball sometimes when he probably shouldn't have. How, how do you build confidence if, if you're going to your supposedly number one on fourth down and, and that dude's dropping a ball that, that hits him in the hands? I don't know if they ever get it right, to be honest. He may go away from Cleveland and return to form, but be honest, he's known for one catch in one game on a nationally televised game. I'm not taking anything away from the dude. Uh, I don't know if he ever fits here. I'm glad he's on the Browns. I will say that very loudly. I'd rather have him on this team than somebody else's, but if they never get it right, they never get it right. But I, I'm I'm happy that John Dorsey, right at that point, had the balls to to try to put a real, true number one wide receiver on this team that this city really had. 
who is the last like superstar wide receiver the Browns ever had in our lifetime? Well, Michael sure. Jackson. Michael not Jackson. A, that's what I was going to say. Michael Jackson. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. Not on a national level. I'm not no, talking no, about no. Cleveland folk heroes who own used car lots in Collinwood. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm, I'm talking about on a national level. <laughs> Brian, Brian. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you know what, Chuck? You're, you're, you're right. Like OBJ's career was unbelievable in the early stages, right? Like when he was a rookie in his second year, he made all those phenomenal catches. He had, he, he was on pace to be one of the best receivers in the NFL. And since that time, He's been nothing but injured. Even in the preseason against the Browns, when he was with the Giants, he had a fracture to his ankle. Like that put him out for that year. So he's fast and he's skilled, but he's beat up. He is beat up. And and maybe we're asking too much of this guy at this stage where he could be a number one wide receiver if all of our other wide receivers were healthy because you can't double cover everybody, right? So you get Landry back out there. Okay, maybe OBJ flashes and he's he's open deep. But you take a speed guy like that and you you bust up his ankle one year and then he comes back and he tears his ACL the next year and all these kind of things. It just, it just piles up and the bigger receivers can still have a career out of it because they're possession type receivers. And he is all about his speed. And I'm not saying he slowed down because the guy still looks fast out there, but I don't know that he feels good playing. You know, I mean, I can't imagine he does at this stage. I don't see it as a chemistry issue. It's just a matter of, are they using him right again? Is the coaching thing. Are you putting him in positions for him to be successful or does the guy just not have it anymore? And it doesn't matter what the chemistry is. If, if you're a speeder on the field and you start losing a step and you start slowing down or you don't feel good, yeah. you're just not going to be that useful. Uh, and I'm afraid that's the problem because I, I have a feeling he might be, you know, five or six catches every once in a while, a big play type of guy. And, and that's a shame because that's not what we were hoping we were getting when they made that move. You know, what, what's interesting about all that, all that, though, is last year in the Cowboys game, we saw yeah. a dominant OBJ. And that was last year prior to the ACL injury, but yeah. after the other stuff I just mentioned. So that Hell. guy existed. That guy existed less than one year ago. So well, he existed for one game less than one year ago. Well, yeah, yeah. But I that mean, was, that's well, the thing is that it's yeah. it, maybe he'll flash every once in a while. But are you getting a you're getting consistent production from the guy? We've never seen it, and I'm more than a little concerned that we never will. Um, okay. And it's not about chemistry and anything like that. It's just but we're, that guy we're not we seeing saw. It. That guy we saw in that game, you just get him the ball. I mean, get it to him in a reverse or, or you know, yeah. he, we can't do that now. I mean, you, you got you to gotta hit that guy in stride and hope he catches the ball when it hits his hands. You know, it's I'm, I'm which not is a weird thing to him. hope for for your number one receiver. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not Hopefully he catches it. Yeah. Well, well, you saw the fourth down conversion passes in the last couple yeah. of weeks. Like, yeah. oh, come on. All right. Well, that's it for the first six weeks. And of course, in typical Browns fashion, we get to turn around for a Thursday night game uh, at home against Denver in our preseason picks. All of us picked the Browns to win this game, but short turnaround with all the injuries they have. Anybody interested in changing their picks? No, 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 we're no. still winning. No, I hate to say this because it's so cliche. This is our season right here. You flush that last two games down the toilet. You come back on a short week where you don't even have time to think about what you just did and you win this game. How do you say it's your season when it's week seven of 17 or 18 or whatever? But I, I think this is it, man. Like you go out there and this is one of those games. I don't care. Win this game 10 to seven, uh, whatever, whatever it takes, win this game. This game and the way the schedule breaks down sets up nicely, even for a beat up Browns team to make a run because they play Denver and then Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, New England and Detroit, and even a beat up Browns team should be able to win most or all of those games. So we'll see. I'm not going to change my pick either, but it's, it's going to be a challenge coming into that game on Thursday. I'm with you, Gerbs. I think we could argue here that they have already played the hardest part of their schedule yep. this year. Expectations in Cleveland are a really funny thing when it comes to sports, no matter which franchise it is. But I want us kind of to all remember last year, right around this time, the Browns were four and two and played the undefeated Steelers and got f***ing stomped that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how did that turn out for this Steelers at the end of the year? I think we're all hitting a panic button, as we should, but it's a long season, and I think Phil's absolutely right. Like, I don't give a fuck if it's they win six to three. Like, it's how those old games against <laughs> Buffalo five yeah, years right, ago. Right. Uh, I'm, I'd be more than happy with the W, and then just hopefully they get healthy and get it rolling because that bye week is a far 
it is away. it's a long way away yeah <laughs> and they got to play 13, the ravens yeah. before it too so we'll move on from the browns and hit our final segment in our cleveland Cavs preview 13 shades of <laughs> wine and gold <laughs> Uh, I missed the first 12 seconds. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Real fast. Cavs start the season this week. Tommy, are they making the playoffs? No. Chuck? It's this week? Well, not the playoffs, but the season starts oh, this week. It's all this week. Yeah. They're, uh, if the playoffs started this week, I would say, yeah. No, they are not making the playoffs. Phil, making the playoffs? I think we could start the UAU versus Cavs streak right now. And we might still come out on top. So no, not making the playoffs. <laughs> all right. <laughs> season's 25 game weeks long. So all we have to do is win 24, five games or less. The Cavs, I mean, and we win. I think we're in. I'm not even going to start trying to do that math. I'm going to go <laughs> the opposite direction. I'll what? say the Cavs do make the playoffs. Oh. This year, although I have no mm. idea how or why. Anyway, <laughs> fellas, let's take our first break. We'll come back. We'll head out on the road. Unprofessional and Unprepared is brought to you by the Autoresponder. We've all been there. You're at home watching a game or your favorite show about home improvement or cooking when your spouse or significant other interrupts to talk to you about their day or tell you a story that doesn't really have anything to do with you. We all know the challenges of trying to pay attention to whatever you're watching while providing an appropriate level of conversation to avoid getting in hot water. Well, those challenges can now be a thing of the past with the autoresponder. The autoresponder is a one-of-a-kind technology that uses artificial intelligence and your own voice to automatically provide responses without your active participation. When a conversation starts, just turn on the autoresponder, and it will provide the appropriate number of uh-huhs, what did you do, or that's interesting, tell me more, so that you can keep your attention focused while the conversation rolls on. Turn on the advanced settings and autoresponder will add such phrases as, they really don't appreciate you enough at that place. Oh no, she didn't. That is an interesting dream. What do you think it means? I saw that on Facebook too, and I was very offended. Or, I'm good with whatever you want to eat tonight. Before you know it, you will be carrying on whole conversations with friends or loved ones without missing a moment of the big game or a single big reveal. Best of all, your family and friends will appreciate what a great listener they think you have become. Don't miss a thing and don't say a thing with the autoresponder. Welcome back, fellas. Start our second segment. We'll head out on the road. and I'd just like to bounce around some of my ideas about the rest of the NFL after six weeks, and we'll play a new game. You can either go Gerber, you're right, or Gerber, this is why you suck. So let me throw out some of my ideas. <laughs> the best team in the AFC right now is the Buffalo Bills. Am I right, or is this why I suck? Best team in the AFC is the Buffalo Bills. I'm going to lean towards your right right now. While they are playing live in front of me and losing by one, <laughs> but game, this game is still in question. So uh, they could come out of this five and one with some pretty impressive wins. Chucky, what do you think? Am I right? Uh, for argument's sake, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say the Baltimore Ravens may be the best team in the AFC. Mm. With the injuries, they're still beating top-tier teams like it's no f***ing problem. It really makes me mad that they keep beating the teams that the Browns can't. Probably I, why I didn't put them number one here. Tommy, what about you? Am I right? Yeah, I, I agree with Chuck. Uh, I'm going Ravens right now. All right, NFC. Am I right, or is this why I suck? The best team in the NFC right now? Dallas Cowboys. I'm going Rams. Say it. This is why yeah, Gerber yeah. sucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, and you suck. This is a really easy game. This is a really easy game to follow. And somehow we've just say St. Ides. <laughs> <laughs> just assume I think you suck, and I'm going to give my answer. <laughs> Phil, what do you think? Cowboys the best team in the NFC right now? I think this is why you suck. I know why you're saying that because I watched the Cowboys. I I watched the Cowboys play, and I'm like, damn. It, Dak Prescott is good at football. Complete and, football team, right? Yeah, right. And they are good. You know, you've got you've got wide receivers making unbelievable plays, and all of a sudden, no one's talking about their running game. And and what's his name on defense has like eighteen thousand interceptions in week six. Uh, um, Diggs. Uh, yeah, yeah. Both sides of the ball playing unbelievable right now. But I don't think they're the best team in the NFC. I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are still the best team in the NFC. 
think this is why you kind of suck. <laughs> um, I, I mean, give me I, the I other top a, three reasons. Uh, I was a, because one, I was a big proponent of the Rams in the preseason. I think they're a really well put together team, but Dallas has really impressed me. The only reason I'm saying this is because I did catch something online today about Dak Prescott in a walking boot after, uh, in the press conference. So if he's not healthy, not as a complete team as, as the Rams or maybe the Buccaneers, but you're onto something as a callback <laughs> to another game. <laughs> I think Dallas has a buy next week. So that, you know, gives Dak another week to get healthy if he if he is hurt. All right, next one. He only completed 80% of his passes last Thursday night. Tom Brady should have retired. Chuck, <laughs> am I right? Or is this why I suck? <laughs> this is why you suck. Um, he might complete 70% of his passes when he's 55. So I'm just going <laughs> to, he's, he's aging uh, like fine wine. Uh, you suck big donkey balls on that one uh you're right. way off yeah that seems that seems aggressive yeah. phil i threw a pass actually several of them at the clam bake and i'm the same age as tom brady are you sure i'm not right about this that he should have retired yeah i'm pretty sure the football you were throwing was uh, gigantic it was like one of those fair stuff was footballs. Yeah. it was more like a pillow it was more <laughs> like a full pillow. foam yeah. yeah yeah it was more like a pillow i saw it um you were throwing it to a five-year-old who caught every one of them because the football was the same size as the five-year-old right uh, so yeah this is why you suck <laughs> all right biggest surprise among the division leaders the fact that the chargers are leading the afc west right now phil am i right or is this why i suck biggest surprise no i think you're right i think you're right in the afc because i i you look at the other divisions and we kind of thought baltimore and buffalo would be right there and who am I missing in the Titans. South? Yeah, Tennessee's there, right? We kind of picked yeah. them too. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I, I think I think that is a surprise. That division's crazy. You've got the Chiefs at three and three, like our beloved Cleveland Browns, uh, pulling up the rear there. So you're right. You're absolutely right. Only because the Chiefs are in that division uh, and have not played all that great. Yeah, the Chiefs actually have been pretty bad as far as the chiefs style playing you know when it comes right. to what you expect from the chiefs so that is that is very surprising although also uh, i'm pretty sure we had cleveland well maybe not all of us but we had cleveland at the top of the division and that's not looking real good right now but yeah that's that's definitely a shock for them to be out in front of casey all right so and this one pay pay close attention there's a lot to this one currently throughout the entire nfl there are seven teams that are three and three browns steelers broncos chiefs Vikings, Bears, Panthers, seven, three and three teams. I don't think any of those teams are making the playoffs. Tommy, am I right? Or is this why I suck? <laughs> I'm going to say this is why you suck. I think the the Browns at least can give it a run. I, I, oh God, I don't know. Yeah, you don't maybe, love maybe saying it, that right maybe now. Maybe do it don't <laughs> suck. No, I'm not feeling very good. And, and, and also, I can't even remember all the teams you said. So, you know, um, Browns, Definitely Bears Steelers, are not making Broncos, it. <laughs> Chiefs, Vikings, Bears, Panthers. Also, I, I I think the Chiefs can also turn it around. So if there's one team that can maybe turn it around and definitely, you know, make the playoffs, I mean, you got to look at the Chiefs. So the NFL never makes any sense. There's teams that are going to turn around and, and change things, and there's a lot of football left to play. This is why you suck. The Chiefs will make the playoffs. <laughs> the Browns should make the playoffs. Well, yeah. The Vikings should make the playoffs if Delvin Ooh. Cook continues to be healthy. The Panthers will probably make the playoffs. So I think oh, you are, that's why you suck. <clears throat> I think you're <laughs> I think you are you are Samsonite. You are way off. <laughs> I thought about the Panthers too, but they're they're in a tough division, man. They are. Um and that's gonna be that's gonna be hard for them to make it from where they're where they're at right now at three and three. That was impressive. Chuck just uh, rattled off four of the eight teams that will be making the playoffs. <laughs> and all I need is one. To, to say this is why you suck. So, yeah, this is why you suck. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs are going to make the playoffs this year somehow, some way. Beyond that, I feel like the other seven probably will be on the outside looking in right now. All right, last one. Urban Meyer is going to be the coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars for the entire season. Am I right? Or is this why I suck? I think you're right. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. I think, uh, I think you're right because in the NFL – Urban Meyer can do that kind of shit and get away with it. Where if he was in the wonderful NCAA, he would have already been uh, booted and there'd be press conferences and 
tattoos would be given back or whatever the hell, <laughs> you know, but it's the NFL. They just won their first game. I think he'll be the coach the rest of the season. That, that's a three win team and they'll reassess after the fact. Yeah, you're right. I think you're right. You said he was going to be the coach for the rest of the year. Big win in London or wherever yeah. they played. I watched some of that game. <laughs> it's game. starting to, it's starting to come together. Yeah. It was somewhat of an exciting <laughs> game. You know, you're a solid football team where a kicker you signed off the street hits like two bombs and one of them's to win the game. So very happy for urban Meyer this week, but I think this is his last year in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, what do you think? I agree. I think he finishes the season. Uh, I think if he was going to be done, it would have been that week and i was surprised that he actually wasn't fired that week i thought it was coming but didn't happen and if if it didn't happen then um unless he you know heads out to some strip clubs in the next couple weeks i think he makes it to the end of the season Uh, i think you got to look at that moment when they're lining up for the kick to win the game and the number one draft pick has his arm around the coach and is telling him doesn't matter if he makes it we're going to win this game uh, I, I think Urban still has that locker room. I don't think these guys care about all this noise. I think he's sticking around. Uh, it was a hell of a play call, too, if it was him on that that like quick pass that took yeah. all of a second oh, and yep. a half. Yep. That was awesome. gorgeous. That yeah. was awesome. Yeah. Moving on from the NFL, uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, but while we were gone, like half of the baseball playoffs happened, um, <laughs> which is the opposite of the NBA playoffs because we were only gone for a yeah. week. <laughs> NBA is like six months. The the playoffs are like, are are basically done. Uh, I think the World Series starts in like a day. But there was a ton of really good baseball um, over the last week or so in the American League. The Red Sox stunned the Rays and they're now playing the hated Houston Astros. That series is tied 1-1. The next three games are in Boston. They're playing right now, but I've got the NFL game on, so I'm not sure what's going on in that game. Who's winning the Red Sox-Astros series, Phil? I'm going to go with the Red Sox. They were up big early today. I, I, I hold they Six nothing off. last I saw. The Red Sox have hit three grand slams in three games. <laughs> oh, man. Well, if they Ridiculous. can keep that going. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Going to be tough so, uh, to beat. <laughs> and and somehow, somehow they came in tonight tied one to one it was it was insane but right. uh i'm gonna go with the red Sox. i think they're gonna pull off this series maybe it's more with my heart like get the astros out of here i don't want to see the astros in the world series tommy yeah i really don't like any of these teams atlanta's like the only team we i haven't gotten stomach. the national league yet <laughs> yeah. we're just on the american league <laughs> i know i'm just stating the facts that i can only stomach atlanta right now as far as the american league um yeah i think i'll go boston they were up today pretty big and so they'll They'll go up two one. I, I'm hoping, anyways, because I I can't stand even watching an interview with like Altuve or any of them. They yeah. they drive me insane. Fuck those kids. <sighs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I equally hate both fucking teams. I know it's really uh, hard to Boston, pick one to win, right? I think Boston <laughs> will probably win. And if I had to to pick one, if you had a uh, semi-automatic rifle to my brain, uh, but am I wrong? Didn't the Red Sox cheat and win a World Series, and then yeah. the Astros yeah. cheated and won a fucking World Series? They were, yeah, they there was more. Pre- Proof of Houston cheating than I guess Boston. Right. I guess that's yeah. the only so, reason yeah. why. Uh, but yeah, I, I guess if you're telling me to, who do I think is coming out of the AL, uh, lesser of two evils would be the Red Sox. Yeah, I guess I really don't care who wins, but um, it seems like the Red Sox from the driver's seat. I mean, they did that thing you need to do in a seven-game series, right? They won one game on the road. They get to come home for three. I guess we're going with the Red Sox in the American League. Here you go, Tommy. Here's your chance. <laughs> National League. The Braves are taking control against the only 106-win wildcard team in the history of sports <laughs> the poor dodgers won all these games <laughs> braves are up 2-0 the series is headed to la starting uh, tomorrow night i believe tommy who's winning i'll go with atlanta they obviously have the momentum uh, hopefully they, they can take one in in la at least as i stated earlier that's the one team maybe i can stomach because i i can't stand any of the other teams and atlanta doesn't really have anybody on their team that really pisses me off and uh that i hate so isn't uh isn't little beard rosario eddie rosario had a walk off during yeah. the series yes yeah all right chucky braves or dodgers in my limited exposure it seems like the braves are a really fun team to watch uh I, w- I would be hoping for the braves i'm hoping for the braves i man what a what a terrible list of four teams as cleveland <laughs> Indians yeah, right, right. Fans to yeah. have to root for like this is bad where where the hell are our dev our rays or the royals or some shit that like oh we can we can relate to this team i'm gonna say the the braves pull this series out but i bet it 
I bet it takes six or seven games. I'm going to hope that the Dodgers can come back. They won 106 games this year. They, they really should have a chance to play in the World Series again with, with that kind of season that they put together. And I hate the Braves. So I'm <laughs> no, going Dodgers yeah, right. making oh. a comeback. Why do you hate the Braves? Because they beat the Indians in the 1995 World, 1995 Series. World Series. Yeah, I mean, that was just a couple years ago. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like yesterday, Tommy. <laughs> Feels like yesterday. All I right. remember like <laughs> Dodgers only have like a three hundred million dollar salary cap. What do I care? But hey, they didn't beat the uh, Indians uh, like that's right. Years ago. That's right. They didn't. World's fastest NBA season preview. Ooh. Eleven months from now, who's getting crowned as the champion of the NBA? The Lakers. Oh, yeah. probably the Lakers. If Brooklyn doesn't figure it out, Tommy. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I meant by when I said the Lakers. <laughs> I'm I'm going with Lakers too. Why don't we take our final break and we'll head off the field? Unprofessional and unprepared is brought to you by this proud sponsor. Being a dad is tough. Being a dad and looking cool, even tougher. Being a dad, looking cool, and doing it in an efficient and comfortable manner that makes you look fast? Damn near impossible until now. At Cinderella for Dads, we help match you with the best pair of cool, comfortable, athletic-ish slip-on shoes for your hectic schedule. No dad has time to tie his shoes, go to work, raise kids, and satisfy his lawn care responsibilities inside and out, if you know what I mean. Dads need to be ready at a moment's notice to take out the trash or edge the lawn at the sidewalk. Lacing up real shoes simply doesn't fit a busy schedule that includes cleaning gutters and laying pipe for plumbing need a sweet pair of shoes good for chasing down foul balls at a little league game and for cruising into your local chilies for jalapeno poppers and drinks with your wife cinderella for dads will slide you into the perfect memory foam slip-on shoes for any occasion cinderella for dads looking good is for wives looking fast comfortable and ready to bring it at any age between 45 and 60 that's for you Welcome back, fellas, to our final segment. We'll head off the field, and I don't want to talk about the Gruden NFL email scandal. I do want to talk about the slightly related Adam Schefter email scandal. Adam Schefter, reporter for ESPN, emailed Bruce Allen several years ago when Allen was the GM and maybe the CEO of the Washington football team. And Schefter's email included an attachment of a story Schefter was going to publish on ESPN.com. And he says to Allen, please let me know if you have anything that should be added, changed, or tweaked. Thanks, Mr. Editor, for that and the trust. And this is an email he sent to a guy with a vested interest in the story Schefter was supposedly reporting on. I'm not sure I'm surprised when you start looking at how these people and organizations are connected. ESPN pays the NFL for the right to broadcast games. ESPN pays Schefter to report on the NFL. The NFL wants positive coverage because that helps with the brand and helps with the shield. And ultimately, it makes the games more valuable. More valuable games means that the next time around, ESPN is going to pay more money for uh, the contract. ESPN is going to make more money. Uh, Schefter is going to make more money. That next time around on the new contract, the NFL is going to make more money again. So I'm not surprised about this weird, totally anti-journalistic, friendly connection between Schefter and the people that he is investigating and reporting on. Phil, are you? I'm not surprised. I, I think what we need to do is change what we call the Adam Schefters of the world. Like they're not journalists. They're not reporters. They're they're insiders. That's what they are. Like they're they're linked inside they're breaking the news but that breaking news was given the stamp of approval by the people you're breaking the news about like that's not a journalist that's not a reporter times have changed of course and these people are important don't get me wrong because i think we get the news quicker these days from those guys so that's important but yeah they're in bed with whatever league they're covering without a doubt i think you have to look at it like judge judy or any reality television. Uh, they are all loose. Is she not a real judge? <laughs> well, they she are is all, a real judge. Yeah. She yeah. Is. Okay. I thought so. I thought so. Yeah. But those shows are all loosely scripted. 
like American Pickers yeah. is loosely scripted. Like uh, the guys who buy storage bins are loosely scripted. The NFL in all major sports, they're, they're loosely scripted. Uh, the other thing I find to be true is that very wealthy people take care of other very wealthy people so they can all make more money. And uh, you alluded to that very well, Gerb. Phil's right. They're, they're, they're not journalists, guys on the inside who, who didn't really gain anybody's trust. They just kind of got there and then to make us and go, oh, damn, man, this guy's like Woj bombs or Adam Schefter's. Yeah, right, like, right. These, <laughs> these huge stories are breaking. Nah, they were sitting on that shit probably for a few months until somebody gave them a green light from that organization and said, you know, it's time. Go ahead and do that. Tommy, is your love for journalistic integrity offended <laughs> by Adam Schefter? Yes, it is. And I agree with Phil that uh, Schefter is sleeping with most of these executives. And uh, oh, I didn't hear Phil uh, say that. Did I well, say he, said, that? he said he said they were uh, he's in Burt bed bomb. with a lot of these. Uh, oh, Burt bomb. I love yeah. the bird bomb. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he said they're in bed with a lot of these uh, executives and all. And I, I agree, he's sleeping with all of them. The journalism, uh, yeah, it's not journalism. It's he reports whatever they allow him to report, and the fact that he's actually asking for permission to use this or that that's not journalism it's it's just basically pg pc garbage that it's not actual reporting and it's not getting any hard-hitting news it's just you know whatever the team's willing to give you and then he acts like oh wow i got this breaking news well it's not really breaking news you're just phil said he's exactly right you're an insider that's all they call you an insider and then you get you know that little bit of inside news which is really not that interesting anyways if we agree that sports journalism in this way is not actually journalism. Is there a place or is it important for there to be real journalists who are covering sports? I guess it all depends. Um, or do sports. we, or do we just not care? We're just like, yeah. I don't care. I just want to watch sports. It doesn't right. matter what the news yeah, so is. So, it, I mean, sports is, is a form of entertainment. So I don't know if you're ever going to see really hard-hitting stuff what's the last really hard-hitting thing that came out of the nfl is the concussion stuff and hey we got a movie out of it right with will smith but other than that uh these are forms of all sports are a form of entertainment i don't know i guess i would like to read anything if it's like a, a deep dive on a player that i'm really interested in or stuff i really didn't know but in this age of social media you know basically everything you know when these guys are taking a dump half the time i, I don't know if there's a place for real in-depth journalism uh, because when there is and i know you don't want to talk about it that much where there is with this Gruden thing and the NFL the day after comes out and says, we're not going to release any more information. There wasn't anything yeah. else that really happened here. Yeah. My ass there wasn't. You're talking about a guy who wasn't even in the organization and that's how this guy got kicked out of the NFL. You're telling me there's nothing else there. Get the out of here. Amen to that shit. I agree completely <laughs> with what Chuck just said. Best prayer uh, ever. The, uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, they they decided Gruden was going to be the scapegoat. They wanted to, like, you know, set somebody up, rip him apart. Uh, you don't condone anything he said. Obviously, it was shitty what he said. But at the same time, these were private emails. You could pretty much go at anybody, anyone, anywhere, and you can find shit on somebody. If you want to cancel somebody, you can find a way to cancel them. I've never been a Gruden fan. Don't like him very much. What happened to him could easily happen to anyone. Walk into any locker room or really anywhere and, you know, you don't put stuff in writing, but unfortunately he did. So he's going to be that guy that kind of takes the hit. Uh, you can't tell me that with their whole investigation of the red, sorry, the uh, Washington football team, they didn't find other stuff in there as well. I think uh, they wanted to go at Gruden for whatever reason, even though that wasn't a little the question. Bit what was the little question? A little bit different direction than we were looking Sorry. for, but that's yeah. okay, Tommy. That's Chuck right. no, got me I'm, going. Where I see the line being drawn is, is, do we care that there's not real journalism or do we want real journalism? If we don't care, then who cares if Schefter is having Goodell write his stories for him? Or do we want somebody who's a real journalist going after the rest of those emails to find out what these guys are doing, not in casual conversation with friends and family, but are doing in a professional environment, which is, I think, what separates Gruden's situation from our text group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Generally speaking, no, we don't. We don't care. Uh, we don't need a hard-hitting journalist ripping apart NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. We don't. It's it's like Chuck said, it's entertainment. 
Now, when laws are broken and some shit happens, I think for the greater good, yeah, you, you need a journalist to peel that back and look into that and let's take care of what needs to be taken care of. But the casual fan, do we need a hard-hitting journalist going after these teams and these coaches, these players? No, we don't. When laws are broken, though, that's a different story. You start, and you'll see that. That's when that's when the other news magazines or whatever the hell will go after this shit. Like I think Burke mentioned the, the concussion issue or Chuck may have, that's a bigger deal. Like they're trying to cover up a serious problem here in our society. But for this, so stuff, sure you, I, I don't think we care. I don't think we think care. about, think about this, the stories you've got, you've got the concussions, you've got domestic violence yep. in baseball. You had steroids, Yep. but for real journalists, how do those things come out? Because you better believe the NFL didn't want a bunch of news organizations and didn't want ESPN, especially it's partner. You know, it's, yep. you know, the, so, so here the my, leading sports journalism outlet in the entire world is the partner. Right. Um, yeah. But they didn't want him talking about domestic violence. So your Adam Schefter's won't be the guy to do this. Let your 48 hours, let your 2020, whatever, whoever the actual journalists are, take care of that shit. And while I say we don't care, I don't mean the four of us, uh, you know, I mean, we as a, no, as I think a, you're right. I think you group. do mean us. I, I, well, no, 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 because I feel like John Gruden should have been fired. I'm sorry. You know, for the shit he did. Uh, all right. Like you're not representative of our, whatever you're, you're fired now, but I don't think we need Adam Schefter and all these other guys to be that, that hard hitting journalist. They are serving a different purpose. The hard hitting, hard hitting journalists are out there. And when, really problematic things occur that need to be addressed they will i hope you hope i hope yeah you yeah. hope you hope all right well that was deep and heavy <laughs> sorry <laughs> moving on last week a new batman trailer was released movie coming out in the spring of 2022 robert pattinson who was in harry potter and then in the Twilight movies, is our new Harry Batman. Potter? I think he was. I've never seen any. I don't think he was. I've never seen him either. Was he really? Yeah. I looked it up. I, I just started like Harry Potter with my boys. I'll let you know. Oh, right, cool. Let me know if he's in there. <laughs> yeah. What was his um, part in Harry Potter? I think he was <laughs> in the first one. Anyway, he's Batman. Colin Farrell is the Penguin. And I can't believe they would let anybody play that besides DeVito. Yeah, and I'm sure DeVito. he's still available. That's yeah. pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Do we need a new Batman movie? I don't think so. Uh, how many of these are there going to be where they just keep like redoing it? And they're like, oh, and now I, I believe this is called the Batman. It is. It's uh, called the Batman. Kind of like State. the Ohio State <laughs> University. Yeah, right. yeah. This is legit so, now. So this is, yeah. yeah. Now, we're stepping up a notch. This is the Batman. And by the way, if you're going to have the Batman, it shouldn't have Robert Pattinson or whatever his name is. Just awful. It, there's no way this could be good. It's in, in my opinion. I don't know. Wow. Chucky, what do you think, man? Time for I a new think, Batman? Uh, yeah. Every, uh, and not, it's not even every generation now. <laughs> it's like every three years. Yeah. What you, generation? Get, <laughs> you get a new Batman. Yeah. So, like, we've we had, had five Batmans in our lifetime. Uh, some least. good and some bad. I, I did watch the trailer because it's an event. Of course. Uh, yeah. Me too. And I was interested to see. I, I don't know because my limited exposure to Robert Pattinson is not positive. I'm trying to think of anything I enjoyed him in. Uh, and I know he's a, he's a pretty good actor, if not a great actor in certain films, you know, like I'm used to that gravelly and he, like, he just, it sounds like he has a very high pitched voice. I don't know if Batman should talk. <laughs> Hi, I'm Batman. Uh, but anyway, uh, this doesn't <laughs> carry the grave. Yeah, it makes it, would, it, doesn't yeah, make yeah, it right, different right. new, <laughs> but the, the, I will give them this, the visuals, were phenomenal in that trailer some of the way they use red light uh the fact that he is getting shot at point blank range with semi-automatic guns and all you're seeing are muzzle flashes and them deflecting off him i think visually i don't know if it's on the same stage as like 300 because i haven't seen the movie yet but it might change the way i feel about dc movies because most of them have not been all that great and I, but I can't tell you because I didn't really watch any of the Ben Affleck Batman movies. So I don't know. <laughs> Phil, Did what do you kick think? anybody into giant holes in this movie? In their giant holes? Or <laughs> that was a 300 reference. 300 reference. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. This is Sparta. You came to me, Gerbs, and you came to me last. I, I may be the comic book guy in this group. You right? are. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I absolutely think we need as many Batman Nerd. and Superman and <laughs> Spider-Man. We just need it all. This is this is a American mythology is what this is. This is Greek mythology transposed into the current 
era, right? So yeah, just keep remaking these things. It's fine. They know it's a cash cow, first of all. So they're not going to stop. <laughs> they're not going to stop right. doing this, but there's so much source material. And this particular Batman is interesting. Like I think just based on a trailer and I don't want to base it on a trailer because I was just disappointed with the Soprano shit, but yeah. um, <laughs> sucker based on a trailer, like, well, well to <laughs> Chuck's point, like, right. It looks like, wow, this could be really good. Like this yeah. might be a little, little different kind of Batman experience where the lights aren't on and there's a lot of shit going on in the dark. And all right, that's, that's more the violence that, that the Batman character brings to the stage. But your question was, do we need it? I don't know that we ever needed any of this. Like, we don't need any of this, but is it good? Is it good? Yes. Uh, you know, there, there's been 50 different actors playing Superman since, you know, the 40s. And there's been 20 different actors playing Batman since the 50s. And now you're seeing Spider-Man start to catch up and things like that. So yeah, just keep, keep it rolling out. If, if you like it, great. If you don't, you know, whatever. <laughs> I just wonder if there are really that many different stories to tell with Batman. Uh, that's the only though. thing. There are. That's that's, that's the only the thing. thing. Like the source material to these, they, they've been writing a Batman comic book since nineteen like forty three or fifty three. I don't know, it, a long time. I mean, listen, he's <laughs> well, this one is rich. What, Riddler his, and Penguin, right? And then yeah, who, there's like, a few different like, and like Catwoman is, is in it too. How long I think. is this freaking movie that they're developing? Well, it's different. It's it's going to be a different them. take. Like it's not going to be the George Clooney look at my nipples bat suit. Right? Like it's, <laughs> it's just not. It's it, this is going to be a. You can't tell. It's too dark. Well, all right. So you're out, <laughs> but yeah, uh, you know, I'm out. It, it's going to be, it looks like a, like <laughs> to Chuck's point, that one scene with the muzzle flash, like, it looks like they've paid a lot of attention to the cinematography of this and it might really carry more of a, wow, this is a vigilante and this is really dangerous. And oh, but we're already spinning well off of what I want to talk about, but yeah, didn't, sorry. didn't they it came to me last, didn't <laughs> they do that level of cinematography in the last three set with Christian deal Bale. with Christian Bale? Right. I mean, to, like, so to, I mean, to some you've degree. seen it, man, like you've seen, Oh no. Um, Christian Bale's I, movies were good, but well, those they were, were still they were still were really good. I think uh, Christopher Nolan, right? Like great, yeah, great. right. Yeah, those you know, were really, right. really so, good. So they were really good movies, and they were a different Batman character than we've seen in our lifetime yeah. for sure. But they were still all the lights on, all the stars in Hollywood. Like, look at this. Look at you know, we're out in the wide open spaces of of Heinz Field, and we're gonna blow it up and these kind of things. This is not that movie. This is like a down and dirty, gritty, ba based again on a trailer that was two minutes long. Right. So, yeah. You know, it looks like a down and dirty, gritty, like this is going to have a little different feel to it. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, um, they should put you in charge of marketing, Denko, because I'm <laughs> a should. lot more interested Someone now than I was <laughs> when, when I watched the trailer. Spring of 2022, The Batman, starring <laughs> the guy from Twilight, <laughs> will be released in theaters. <laughs> And the Denko will be there. Is let's, Heath Ledger in it? <laughs> Jesus. Tom. Tom. And too a soon? great too Joker soon. portrayal. He was. Too he was soon. an excellent one. On that note, let's move into the worst fantasy league ever. Burke, do you remember when you sent me a text about how yes. I started Alvin Kamara? <laughs> yes. Against you, but he was right. on a bye? Yes, and you won. I know. Who won our game, Tommy? <laughs> yes. Who won? Already, Who won? We already discussed this Who's early, your guys. daddy? You Who's won. Who's your daddy? Yeah, that's right. Well, Ken Burke is my daddy, but uh, you're my daddy, I guess. This <laughs> not week. this weekend, buddy. Yeah. All right. So, Phil, you're not mad. You're just disappointed. Who on your team? Mike motherfucking Williams, man. He scored 52 and a half points against our Cleveland Browns <laughs> last week while he was on our bench. So I started him against the Ravens and he scored like seven points. <laughs> God damn. Not even. It was like four. Chuck, not mad, just disappointed. I'm disappointed in fantasy.espn.com. <laughs> we all can't. I know most people who would listen can't smoke well, unless they're telepathic. They can't see this, but you guys can. Every time for the past two weeks, I've tried to log in to see anything. This is what comes up on my screen. Nada, nothing. There is a green line on there. It doesn't show me any players, any team, who I'm playing, who gives a fuck. Uh, I am uh, very upset with fantasy. I, mean, I, I guess I don't know it, what the it, issue is. Wi Fi made update? it there yet? Do, do we need an update? Oh. Chuck, need an update? Chuck, you uh, you won this week. Oh, you, you crushed Bonhard. <laughs> nice. I would say if you're going to be disappointed gonna, in anybody, it would be Chris Carson running back for 
the yes. Seahawks. Because he scores out. Yes. Who is out. So he scores yeah. zero points yes. for Can you. Can you please yeah. change him for me? Can you put in another running back? <laughs> <laughs> I can't access. Well, we're site. at the Monday night game at this point, and uh, <laughs> yeah, might be a little late. Call, call, call me. Next By the way, is a really good game right now. Can yeah, I just say? it is yeah, excellent. Game. It is a really good game. Tommy, you're yes, not sir. mad. You're just disappointed at a player on your team. One player. One player on your fantasy team. Not eight. Uh, I'm actually going to go with all of them because I lost to a team that only uh, did, didn't even have both its running backs. So uh, they all suck. All right. Extra orange slices. Phil. I'm going to go with uh, my last minute starting tight end, Mike Gasicki in London, England. Scored the game. I, I put him in because my other tight ends all got hurt and he ended up with 25 points for me and in a losing effort. But yeah, lots of orange slices. Chuck, you're going to go with Joe Mixon, running back, Cincinnati no. Bengals. Yeah, yeah. I'm 29 points. <laughs> yeah, because I actually put him on my DraftKings lineup yesterday. I know he had a hell of a game, and yeah. I know I put him in the uh, in my lineup. So thanks, Kurt. You bet. <laughs> Tommy, who gets extra orange slices yeah, on your Jonathan team? Jonathan Taylor was my guy, 33.8 points. Luckily, I put Henderson from the Rams on the bench, and he was worth 24.7. And I went with Kareem Hunt, 10.8, oh, and uh, he sucked. Yeah. I'm giving my extra orange slices to Kenyon Drake, running back for Las Vegas Raiders. He scored 20 points on my bench, but I like that he stayed focused, even though he wasn't playing. <laughs> I think it's, it's a good example for my locker room going forward. He gets the coach's award. <laughs> yeah. All right, shit talk time. Danko, you're playing Tursic next week. Tursic, Matthew Tursic. I think you're the OBJ of the Kozar Cup tournament. That's what I think. Ah. I think I think I think that Burke and I didn't need you and we no. won because you weren't there. We had better That's chemistry. Right. Better chemistry. And and uh, I think perhaps perhaps one you've, cart. You've been <laughs> he, he, he could have wrote on the back. But I think Tersick's been a fake, a fake good golfer for like 30 years. And and my team's gonna use this information to their advantage somehow <laughs> some way. somehow that relates to fantasy yeah. burke you're playing miller go ahead there's no way he's even looking at his team although I've, I've shown that i can lose to a team that doesn't actually have a full squad so i'm not sure that works to my advantage there's no way miller even knows that there's uh, a fantasy league even at this point so uh I, I, I like my chances chuck you're playing me next week go ahead oh boy Really? Yeah. <laughs> One of my oldest friends who uh, unbeknownst to anybody else in this group, Gerb sent me a picture this week via text message, and it brought up a lot of bad memories. It was the uh, Nerf hoop. Actually, it was the off-brand Nerf hoop. It's it was. Real yeah. Nerf hoop yeah. We didn't that, have a lot of money. That he held up, and he purposely, as I get older, I think he purposely broke my nose that day. <laughs> So I would say I will take it out on you on the fantasy field, but since I can't access my lineup, uh, I'm not sure how much crap I should be talking other than it was really good to see that hoop, and I'm glad it still exists, and I can't wait to see it on next year's trip. Yeah, the the, the Nerf basketball hoop is coming on every yearly trip from now on. Yeah. Chuck, you broke your toe freshman year dancing in your bedroom. I think it's slowing you down. I think my team can take advantage of that. You're going down next week. Ed and Gerber's going to put in all your reserves. Yeah, yeah. I'll Please. take care of your lineup. Don't worry about Thank it. You. <laughs> You're actually starting Denko, Burke, and Miller. <laughs> Boys, we are out of time. I am out of questions for now. And we just did the entire episode without mentioning that Travis Barker and the founder of Poosh.com got engaged this weekend. Poosh, poosh, <laughs> poosh, P-O-O-S-H dot com. The sound that like a 70 year old man make, makes what he it's like, whoa, <laughs> hey, Jeez. it is. That's yeah. good. Uh, <laughs> pretty sure we can use <laughs> that, right? <laughs> it it say cunt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I should have said 70 year old makes that noise. Oh, well, what an ending. With that proof that playing music is more important than looks behind us, I hope you guys have a great week, and let's get together and do this again real soon. Sounds good. Yes, sir. A quick look at the fast-moving MLB... <clears throat> I mean, I'll play for the Cavs. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure that was the question, but all right. Oh. <laughs>
<laughs> go into that. I want to see that. That's actually a great idea. Yeah. I've long been, yeah. I don't know if we've talked about that it. That would get me to watch. Not, but um, I've long been an advocate of creating cap space by signing a fan to take a roster spot <laughs> and only paying them like a hundred grand. Like I'll go, yeah. oh, I'll God. play for the Cavs for a hundred grand. You don't have to yeah. pay me whatever the league minimum is. I won't right. sign up with the union or anything like that. Man, you know, a hundred grand is not a lot. And that's a lot of hard work. Like you gotta go to practice and shit. Like at oh, least yeah. bump it up. Like the league minimum is like 500 grand. Like get the league minimum. No, I think the league minimum is I close to a million. Way now. more than that. But uh, is it really? Well then yeah, sign me up sure for that. But a hundred grand. No, so it's, it's not, it's not all year. Um, I doubt they're really going to expect much out of me at practice. Um, like it beats real contract? <laughs> like I got the best P? seat in the house. For That's all true. The Even their 10-day contracts are probably more yeah, than the 500 grand. Sure. A lot of running. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't mind running. <laughs> but sprint. Not the way they run. It's a lot of sprinting. <laughs> yeah, right. That's the whole point is I'm still going to run the way I run. Gerber's <laughs> yeah. out I'm there just, on a jog. Just Doesn't there. mean I'm changing. Yeah. Because the, they can. <laughs> you sign me for me. <laughs> I'm not turning down for anyone. That's they can, they can what pay the 11th guy more money because yeah. the 12th guy is such a yeah. small cap. Such a sacrifice. That's my strategy. <laughs> <laughs> and I think all this right. works everywhere, man. Put me in the bullpen. 100 grand a year. I'll go sit out in the bullpen all summer long with the tribe. I don't even have to run. Well, I think they're going to be good. Yeah, who, knows, who knows, who knows if they're going to have Kyrie. They're not. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but still, they're probably going to be good. And um, other than that, I don't even know what the hell else is in the East, to be honest with you. But. I don't follow the NBA. So. Well, I mean, the, the Bucks, Bucks, right? yeah, obviously, yep. right. they're Bucks. good. I think they won it last year, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are they secretly they're shitty? Still, they're still <laughs> secretly <laughs> shitty, though. Secretly shitty, as still. far yeah. as you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're the doing secret, a whole segment on the yeah. NBA next week. Secretly <laughs> shitty <laughs> team won it all. <laughs> but we all said they were shitty, and they I won still the say whole thing. No, Chuck, <laughs> even after they won it, I didn't shitty. Oh, yeah, yeah. I watched yeah. a lot of NBA last year. I was like those guys in Major League. They're still shitty. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, it's good to be back. It's good yeah, to be right. back. It is. I missed a week. I missed a week. <laughs> oh, my face hurts from laughing. Is, oh, that, is that the sound? <laughs> oh, oh, how do you spell that? Courtney Kardashian has a company called Push.com. Yeah. Is it P-O-S-H? P-O-O-S-H. Oh, That'd be Posh.com. Somebody yeah. else has that Come one. On. That, that's probably what she was trying <laughs> for. Too. She was going problem. for that, but it didn't take. It didn't take. She yeah. went with double O. <laughs> this website uses cookies. Ways to help oh, you stay. Cookies. Okay. Give me a cookie. Yeah. Have, you know, take a look at think, it. It's interesting. If, yeah. If you think I was out of line. The first article up there, <laughs> ways to help you stay wet during sex. Nice. <laughs> so I like the last sound. face, like he's doing like a horror story right now. Good. Grief. He's got like the light up to his face. Yeah. He's like, like up in the screen. How, yeah. how to buy affordable, sexy sleepwear. This mm -hmm. is stuff I'm interested in. Actually, I'd like to know. Pretty stupid, right? Like that's. Yeah. I don't know, man. Oh. I guess you're just like, hey, I don't want to take the chance of overtime. I can. I, my team should always be able to get me an inch. Um, Still would be nice to yeah. at least have that chance. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, I get what you're saying, though, girls. Like you're 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 talking about a a, a powerful Fall down quarterback, and you have it. right? Yeah. You're a great offensive line. Like just you need one inch. Just lean yeah. forward and you yeah. get it. Yeah. It looks so like I he slipped to me. You looks, I don't know if it's that, like right? wet there, but um, you live and die with that. Is it I, push I, I there? <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a field that there's, field read that little, article little, before it's the full game. Of poosh. <laughs> little wet ass pussy on the field. Um, I'm going to read this website. <laughs> oh, I like yeah. it. I like that poosh is not a thing. That field yes. is full of poosh. Yes. <laughs> poosh is more of a thing than what was the other one? Coochie? What was the other word? What? I don't I don't know. What was the but, word uh, that you uh chuggy. 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 Yeah, yeah. I yeah. like push better than yeah. Shugi. I, I like push better too. <laughs> we we need our offensive line to not be pushy on Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. yeah.
funny. Funny like a clown near the museum.